Good morning. Mm. This is Ruth Whitstein. It is June 8th. It is a Monday. Oh my goodness. Oh. And this is a northerner stuck in the south. Sorry. I'm trying to get comfortable. <laughs> oh, what a morning. It's going to be a hot one today, folks. In the south. Buggy and hot. Buggy, muggy, and hot. But hey, it's okay. We're going to make it through. We are. No matter what. We do our best. Mm. I decided to get up early today. I, I had a hard time sleeping last night. Oh, that's my cat meowing. I had a hard time sleeping last night. I was awake. Kitty cats crawling on me everywhere. Mm. Yeah. These kitties are funny. They really are. Mm-hmm. Sorry. <laughs> Trying to light this cigar. Yeah, I'm smoking a cigar again. This only time I do is when I do the podcast. Or I sit out here and write. But mostly I yeah, the only time is when, when I do this. So, in the news, what's in the news? Uh, you know, so many things. Um, a lot of it's not really changed, though. Uh, just more of an angry, still a very angry Donald Trump. Are we, are we surprised? Is anyone surprised that he would be such an angry turd? Not at all. He is... See... Since the generals and the, and, and the high-ranking officers and the people in the past, you know, that have had lots of clout, way more clout and, and experience and education than Donald J. Trump, they're coming out of the woodwork and dissing him. And not really dissing him. They're speaking the truth. I suppose if that disses his ego, whatever, the man is a troll. A tool an awful individual and it's um it's evident and so he yeah we're dealing with that right now um, he's he gets angry when someone talks bad about him no one's allowed to what's crazy is here's a man who goes to Twitter and he talks bad about everybody he talks bad about as many people as he possibly can. He picks and picks and picks and picks. And then when those people or others who notice his picking get tired of it and they decide to go ahead and give him a little dose of his own medicine, he loses his shit. He can't take it. He doesn't think it's right. He shouldn't be talked, talked about like that. No one should discuss him that way. Oh, but you can rip apart people right and left and talk ill of people right and left, but you are immune. You're supposed to be immune from that. Why? Oh, because you're the president? Well, fuck you. You're a human being. You are an elected official that has not done its job. You haven't done your job, Donald J. Trump. You haven't done your job. Um, what you've done is belittle and hurt the American people systematically. And then those that have the expertise to do what is right and point out your your grievous errors because you have zero experience with this job. You're terrible at it. You get angry and fire them. 
So you keep incompetence close by. I mean, you, you surround yourself with incompetent people now because you can't have anyone look better than you. That's really what this is about. Anybody look better than you or have more intelligence than you or come up with the idea first or do it right. Do it really right. You want bigotry, division. Um, you know, you want that kind of stuff here in this country. You don't, you want to be the big dictator, but you don't want to do your job that you were hired to do, elected to do. Yeah. Sorry, you don't get a pass. <laughs> you don't get to have immunity from scrutiny. You don't. Because you're not doing your job. So, if you win this stupid election, I say stupid, because if you win, the election's stupid. You shouldn't win. You shouldn't even be allowed to be there. They should invoke Amendment 25 and kick your ass out of the White House. You're that bad. You do not know what you're doing. You, you want a dictatorship, and that's not America. If you want a dictatorship, go, go live somewhere else. Go live, go live, go live with your best, your best friend, Putin. Go, go there. Because this is not what America is. We're a free country here. You don't get to do those things and get away with it. And don't even talk about disrespecting flags because people kneel. Flags are pieces of fabric that don't have a soul, that don't have a spirit, that don't have a heartbeat. Okay? They're, they're pieces of fabric. They signify something? Yeah, they can. They do. They're symbols. But when you disrespect the people for which that flag flies, your pledge has zero merit. It's hollow. So just shut up, please, about this whole disrespecting the flag because you don't even you haven't respected what it stands for since the moment you got into office you could care less and lady liberty oh my god you disrespect her all the time you might as well send her back if you're going to stay in office what she stands for is what you're ripping apart you're ripping it apart you're a hideous human being you need to go so there's my rant directly to the president himself. I'm just irritated with him. I don't like him. I want him out. And I have a right to feel that way. I don't like him. For any uh, Trumpy out there, which there's tons. Now, I know you're not listening to my podcast because this is not a Donald Trump happy podcast. This is I don't like Donald Trump. I wish he was out of office. We need sanity in the White House podcast. Um, for any of those people, though, that just happen to be listening and that are pro-Trump, don't even think for one minute that y'all were, that, that I'm being cruel here, that I'm being out of bounds here. When Obama was elected, the majority of you fuckers went out of your way to make him look bad. You went out of your way to troll him and do all kinds of things to him. Hideously, hideously so. photoshopping his face to make him look like Osama bin Laden, uh, making dolls that had his face on it and then hanging them from a noose and setting it on fire. I mean, what is this shit? This is, that to me is worse than what people now are doing to Donald Trump. We're trying to teach him a lesson of, oh, this is America. Wake up. We're pointing out his lies because he lies so much. Colin Powell came forward over the weekend and said that he's a liar. 
that Donald Trump is a liar. He lies all the time. We can't have that in the in the White House. We need someone who's honest. He's just not he's not White House material. He's not he's not presidential material. He never was. And he said, when I saw him running for office, I realized there's no way I'm voting for this. And um, I can't vote for someone like this. And he said, and I was right all these years. Now, see, that he's been in office. He's done a terrible job. He's divided the country. He's abused um, his power in such a way that has put us in this massive social unrest. He's ignored, ignored a pandemic and people have died. Um, he's abused the military. Yeah. Yeah. He's abused the military. He's abused. You want to talk about old glory in the flag. If, if, if it is something that is of substance, see, I told you about what I felt about flags. They're great and all, I guess, but it's, this should not be the full, full thing of our country. Our country is its people. And the flag is, is there, you know, to signify the people and for what we stand for. The problem is, it has been dissed for the last three years, almost four years. It has been grievously dissed by the Trump administration. The minute they got in the White House, well, while he was running for office, he was dissing the flag. I don't even want to hear about him talk about disrespect of this country, disrespect of the flag. He's done it the whole time he's been there. He needs to shut up. All these high-ranking officers that are coming out of the woodwork and they are talking and, and they're saying, you know, well, he needs to go. He needs to go. He's caused so much trouble here. We are in the biggest debt we've ever been in. Unemployment rate is the worst. And yes, the pandemic is to blame pretty much for the unemployment rate, but he handled it so badly. He wouldn't listen. He downplayed it, called it a hoax. Here we are. And then we have this police brutality business, which is out of control. People protesting during the pandemic. I know the pandemic's going to go surge again. It's going to. Scientifically, there's no other way it's going to happen. People were willing to take that chance to get their, their voice out there. I don't blame them. I was angry when those Michigan supporters were, Michigan supporters, Trump supporters in Michigan were, protesting their stay-at-home orders. I was pissed about that because, yeah, that was stupid. Their reasons for protest were elitism. You have to understand, there's a difference between the protests of Black Lives Matter and the Michigan protests and the and the Minnesota, you know, when they protested against their stay-at-home orders, um, armed and storming the Capitol with their weapons. There's a difference. Those people in Michigan and in Minnesota, and I believe in other another state, were protesting um, the fact that they couldn't get their hair done, that they couldn't get their nails done, that they couldn't get a barbecue sandwich or go buy fertilizer for their garden. There's so many things that were empty and ridiculous that they were protesting for. So stupid. So ridiculous and stupid. They had no substance. Black Lives Matter has substance. I'm sorry, but it does. These people have lived through 400 years of oppression and it just is ramping up during the pandemic getting worse because first of all, they're just, they're, uh, they're, the blacks are, um, disparate, disproportionately attacked by 
the coronavirus due to the lot in life that they have. And it's not that the lot in life that they chose. Okay. Poor, poor um, housing, poor health care, poor chances to go to school. A few scholarships here and there for black people doesn't really, doesn't really fix 400 years of injustice of them not being able to have the same chances that we have. That is bullshit. When I hear white folks go, well, they get all this free stuff. Fuck you. Okay, fuck you all the way to whatever. You have had your whole life in a privileged manner that, <clears throat> no, you don't even understand. You don't even understand. These people can't even go for a jog without wondering if they're going to get shot by vigilante weirdos. Give me a break. I don't want to hear that shit. So incredibly stupid. <laughs> and it's not just them that get, get targeted. It's the brown people. You know, it's the Native Americans. It's the Hispanics. It's the Asians. All these people get targeted because the color of their skin. What is that? Why is that the case? Why are people, why are white folks who don't even really realize that they're, I've said this before, they're not white. There's no such thing as white, you know? Genetically speaking, there is no such thing as white. You, you need to get past all that shit and understand in science and, and, and uh, according to archaeology, science, genetics, whatever, we are all related to each other. So get the fuck over yourself, pale face. You are not better than everybody. And if you even try to use Jesus, your Christian bullshit, as the reason for your hate or your reason for not helping, you know, that is a blasphemous thing too because Jesus specifically gave orders to help those that were less fortunate. He told us to do this, to help each other out. You're not helping each other out. You're discriminating and hating. And you're using the name of this awesome dude to do it under the cloak of it, you know? Just like when asshole went to the, the you know, when the president went and, and did the photo op in front of the church after he waged war on the First Amendment and, and sent military in after, after, military police and everything after peaceful protesters so he could take a picture with a Bible, which from what I understand, he was holding upside down. Yeah, that's poignant, don't you think? It's disgusting. Our country is in a shambles because we are not into unity. <clears throat> We're not. How can you pledge allegiance to something? Say those words and then you don't mean them. You, know, you pledge an allegiance to the flag. You want to talk about disrespect to the flag. That is just, first off, like I said, it's a piece of fabric. I, I get very angry when about this idolatry somewhat, you know. So I don't understand that whole thing. It's irritating to me <clears throat> because it's totally counter whatever you want to call it to what what um what what a christian people most people that are so pro flag are you know these upstanding christian people okay <clears throat> you must have not paid attention about the, the the texts in there about idolatry right you kind of ignored that part didn't you the flag is a bit of an idol you know and we should be pledging allegiance to god the maker, the divine energy to help us out here. 
thank him for, you know, I mean, that's a great symbol to look at, I guess, but I mean, to bow down to it or, or to, or to, you know, hold your hand over your heart to it is probably really and truly when you dissect the whole business there, is it really what we're supposed to do? Are we supposed to just have it there as a reminder? And we pledge allegiance to each other to help each other out. Maybe that whole pledge of allegiance needs to be rewritten. What do you think? Maybe we need to pledge allegiance to God and to each other to help each other out. And this whole <clears throat> idea of superiority is just anti-divine energy, you know? Just saying. Maybe I'm going to piss a bunch of people off. I probably am. I, you know, I'm fine. Be pissed off. That's my view. I have a right to have it. It's not anti-country. It's anti-elitism. It's anti-idolatry. I like America because here in America, we're supposed to be able to speak our minds and do the right thing and help each other out. We have a lot of different diverse individuals here. We're a melting pot. We're not a white nation. Where did that ever come from? Oh, gee, I forgot. Yeah, the Europeans that came over here were predominantly white that took out the Native Americans, right? Killed all the little savages so they could have their land. Then they, then, they, then they fought a revolutionary war to get away from the tyranny and all this stuff, blah, 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 blah. And then there was internal rest. So they had a civil war because there were some folks that didn't like the idea of slavery, you know. So they fought that civil war. You still see that damn flag flying everywhere. The, the, the Confederate flag, that's the disgusting nature right there because that signifies racism. Uh, just, you know, that they still, because that flag signifies the people that wanted to keep slaves. Yeah, yeah, they wanted to keep slavery alive. What? And they get angry. These fuckers get angry when someone says that that flag needs to go or needs to go to the museum. They get angry about it. That's my heritage. Oh, you're a racist cocksucker. Excuse me. Again, swearing. Um, you're a racist piece of shit. Oh, you think we should still have slaves, huh? Mm. I just don't get it. It's disgusting. Disgusting. Oh, it makes me mad. Happy that the Marines have decided to make that be a not thing. You can't have that emblem anywhere. There, they see it. It'll be removed. It is against the rules. Maybe it's in the whole military now, but if they catch anybody with Confederate flags, Confederate mugs, T-shirts, doesn't matter, that gets removed. All over the United States and the world, racist statues are coming down because you see this protest for George Floyd, and it's a beautiful thing because it, the whole world is joined in. The whole world. This man died a horrific death, and it's awful, and it's awful, awful, awful. But his death literally brought union to the, to the world. It's almost like... I mean, he was like the sacrificial lamb, literally. The whole world has come together under him, under his, under his death, this outrage of how he died and the brutality and the, 
the idea that, that it's okay to kill someone because their skin tone is such and to troll them because their skin tone is such. The whole world has come together against that view, and it's awesome. We needed that, but we didn't need someone to die to do it. That's the sad part. But, you know, all things happen and for reasons that it breaks my heart that this is what played out. But just like the family said, George Floyd's family said, please do not let him die in vain. You know, and here's the other thing that makes me angry. This Candace Owen person, she's a black girl. And she, I guarantee you, or I think she has to be paid by the Trump administration to go out here and troll her, her own race in opposition to the Black Lives Matter movement. She, she's just something else if you listen to her. She's just absolutely something else. She's like for the racists. She's crazy. I, I've listened to her and her views have zero basis. But what's interesting is, and, and just disgusting, she's like she's for the racism. What's revolting is she's bringing the white people along. What person would sacrifice their own people, really, I mean, in that sense, their own people's decency to, tr to drag them down further, to make them look worse than they are. She talked about George Floyd as not being a good guy, which pissed me off. She has no right to do that. Yes, I know he had medications in his system. My God, half the people in the world are on drugs. Sorry, they are. They're on drugs. Doesn't mean he deserved to die. He had issues. That doesn't mean he deserved to die. Not at all. And it's revolting that she even brings that shit up. Um, but, what was I trying to say? Um, yeah, she's just dragging them along to the slaughter, her own people. It's revolting to watch. And she's got all these white nationalists and white supremacists just woohoo-hoo. They're so... They're, they don't like black people, but they like her because they call her the Blexit. Yeah, she's moved away from the black people. It was, she's, God. You know, color is, is kind of an issue in the sense that we should never let that get in the way. There's some beautiful things about black people that they should never, ever lose sight of. Things that I think that is probably one of the reasons why there is this unrest in this country. The beautiful nature of them and their spiritual nature their strength physically and that is scientific okay i'm not saying that to be the people they dance well you know what i'm saying but they do they do they do a lot of things physically better than we do do you think that maybe <laughs> just maybe white folk are jealous and that's where this is all from coming from it's the jealousness that has caused this do you think perhaps maybe when, when the white people first saw them, they went, oh my God, those people, first off, they're gorgeous to look at. They have this beautiful dark skin that's just beautiful. Their hair is just amazing. I mean, can you imagine? I have good friends that, that, are, that, are, native, that are black, and they can go months and not wash their hair. How awesome is that? God, they're like amazing people. I know that sounds crazy for me to bring that one up, but I just, one of the girls was complaining about it. And I'm like, whoa, no, that's an amazing trait you have there. My hair's fallen out. 
you know, I have lupus, it's fallen out, it's brittle, it's terrible, it's awful. And, and, um, but if you go too long and I <laughs> wash, if I don't wash my hair, it turns into a greasy pit. You lucky person, you. And they're like, oh, you think? I'm like, yeah. And you got this beautiful skin. Oh my Lord. You know, all of these physical traits that they are able to withstand elements better than we can. Do you think maybe it was jealousy? Jealousy that caused them the white folks to just go, oh, God, we're going to oppress these people. We're going to use them. We're going to use them as slaves, and we're going to oppress the shit out of them because we don't want them to realize that they really are stronger than us. And all that oppression has caused them to become more vulnerable physically with other things. You know, had they been able to live their life or their, you know, they even said this many times, if, if a person eats their genetic foods, this sounds weird, they're stronger there are certain things in, that, our, that our bodies need, and some folks eat better than, you know, if they were to eat their traditional foods, they might not be having these diabetes and, and high blood pressure, all this stuff. Do you think maybe the white folks did this to them? Oh, oh controversial, controversial. I'm speaking out of turn, no doubt, but not because I'm a nurse, and I'm here to tell you. I'm here to tell you that <laughs> here's what I know. Here's what I know working in the NICU, and you just take this for whatever you want. But when I worked in the newborn ICU, and we heard that there were going to be, a, there was going to be a premature baby coming, 23 weeks. You know, normal gestation's 40. We heard that there was a 23-week baby coming. We would ask, or tw we'll say 20, because I think 25 weeks was the cutoff when I first started. But even so. 25 weeks, okay, 25 weeks along, way premature. When we would hear that, we'd say, first question out of our mouths was, what, what color are we talking here? And that wasn't being racist, because guess what? <laughs> it was being, we had to get ready. I'd say, because this is truth. This is truth. It's We don't know why. It would be great to find out why. Instead of trying to belittle and tear down these people. Let's find out why genetically, and given that they have the right things that they need to have, why are they so strong? This is amazing, and we're, we should be a, a absolutely amazed by this and excited by it. But no, because of our jealous nature as human beings, we tend to tear down what we don't understand first before we ever give it a chance, right? But in the nursing world, in, in the medical world, we get overly excited to know that if it's a little black girl because we know she's going to make it and be just fine yes yeah you heard me say that statistically speaking when a little black girl is born they're the most powerful little babies if they're premature they're so strong you know what the weakest one is and, and this is not being racist this is being scientific the white male we had, uh, we would call them wimpy white males. If we found out that the premature baby was a little boy, I'd be like, oh crap, it's a wimp. We would pull out all the stops, grab every, I mean, we would get all the stuff for the little girl too, but we would know that we probably weren't going to need it. She was going to come in here and be fine, and nine times out of ten they were. They'd come in strong, feisty, I'm telling you, yes. If you're a, a, a black woman listening to this, you'd be proud. You'd be so fucking proud. And I wish, you know, I wish folks were a little, would not use that 
as a reason to oppress. We should be proud and happy to know you. This is amazing. This is amazing. What is that? Why is that? That's awesome. I know physically I'm, I am, am crumbling with this lupus. I have friends that, that are black that have lupus and they are doing way better than I am. Okay. What is that? It's, I'm not jealous to where I'm going to get mad. Am I a little jealous? Yeah, a little jealous in the sense I wish I didn't have to suffer sometimes that way. But man, I'm not going to use that to go oppress someone else. Jiminy. Jiminy Christmas. But I wonder though. I wonder. I was sitting there thinking, looking back in the history, when we did homeschool, studying the advent of slavery, and when they found these people. What were they thinking when they found them? What was the white folks thinking when they found them? It's not written down anywhere, really, their inner thoughts. But my wonder is, did they come across a group of people, they went, oh, my God, they're so strong. Oh, my God, they're just amazing. Yeah, we're going to use them as slaves. That's not right. Why didn't they just go learn about them? What are you doing that makes you so strong? Maybe it's something that we can do for ourselves instead of living our stupid lives. Maybe we're doing something wrong. But no. No, just like just like a human, unfortunately, or just like that white human, they go grab, enslave, oppress. Maybe it's all. There was a comedian. He was a black comedian. I had to laugh. What was his name? I think it was. I don't want to misquote Eddie Murphy. I want to say it was Eddie Murphy, but when I heard it, I started to laugh because I, I secretly felt that feeling, and I didn't want to admit it. He said, "I know what's wrong with you all, white folk." I don't know if it was him or was it Richard Pryor. Oh, I don't know. It was one of those comedians that was so funny. He said, I know what's wrong with the white folk. They're just jealous of our melanin. Maybe that's true. Maybe that's fucking true. I go out in the sun and get burnt and, and turn into a crisp. Can't deal with the heat. Don't deal with that at all. It just wears me out and makes me sick. Maybe I'm jealous because there are some people that are stronger than me. And people that are jealous tend to take things and take it out on them. And that generational jealousy can be changed into generational ignorant, saying that they're inferior, when actually they're probably superior. Oh, they're superior in strength, in, you see, physical strength, even spiritual strength. I, I'm amazed. Um, been to a few churches black churches. I'm telling you what, I can't walk out of there. I'm not a Christian, okay, because um, I have some views on on the misuse of Christ I, that bother. I love Jesus very much, so much so that I just haven't, I need, I, it's not that I don't trust his, his words. I don't know if I believe in the whole crucifixion thing and then using him and that kind of, I don't know if I believe that, but what I'm saying is I've been to some churches can't leave those places, the black churches, without feeling this intense spiritual feeling inside myself that is just overwhelming. This excitement that just, oh my God, we don't have that, people. Never, I've been to a lot of churches, a lot of white churches. We don't have that. We don't have that 
deep spiritual excitement. We don't. I'm sorry, we don't. And it's kind of funny because, you know, Eddie Murphy has capitalized on, on but he's actually pretty realistic about that, joking about the differences between a white person and a black person and our, our reserved nature because we kind of are. It's like we're afraid to let our spirit dance. It's kind of funny. We're afraid to let it dance and just worship. And that's never what I've seen in a black church. These people are so excited to be there and they are in it to win it. And and when I'm saying win it, I'm talking in it to win to win it for their their soul. They are in it. They take every aspect of that church experience and turn it into something beautiful. And I'm talking about you do want to talk about dancing? Oh my god. Dance you cannot sit still in one of those places. And I know here's the thing. When I've been in there and I wanted to move around, I felt uncomfortable. And this old lady finally leaned over and said, Baby, you can, you can, it's okay to clap your hands. I said, But I look stupid. She's like, Why do you, it isn't stupid. Look at us. I said, No, it looks dumb for people like me to do this because we don't know how to do it well. She just busted out laughing. I said, We don't. You know, we don't. We look like idiotic trying to enjoy like you do. We don't know how to do it right. She says, well, baby, maybe someone needs to teach you all. Okay, you're right. Maybe someone needs to teach us all. Are we receptive? Probably not, because we're too busy being uncomfortable with ourselves, right? Yeah, I think that's it. And since we're so uncomfortable with ourselves, we have to be bullies about it. It's the generational bully nature. Our not confidence in ourselves has caused us to squelch the confidence of someone else and make them be generationally not confident anymore. How horrible is that? And because of their, their lot in life, when they became, you know, slaves and treated like shit, we squelched a very confident people, no doubt. They were very confident and very strong. And I feel bad that, that they didn't have rights. I feel bad that they felt that they couldn't stand up back in those days. That makes me mad because that's something tells me the world would have been a whole lot different if we had just learned from them, never brought them here as slaves. The whole idea of slavery anyway is disgusting. Never should have happened. And I mean, I'm talking no slaves, white, black, brown, purple, green. I don't care. Let's work together. Yeah. Okay, you know, I mean, that's that's how it should be. It shouldn't be this, I lord myself over you, you will do whatever I say. Uh-uh. No. How about we work together? Equal opportunity. We could learn things from people. Unfortunately, the human being is such a competitive creature. It's so competitive. Why, why is that, I wonder? What What is that in us that makes us so competitive that if we see somebody who is stronger than us... Um, before they ever get, I mean, you know, that we're going to get, we're going to stamp them down. And I really believe that could be what happened. It could be when the white people first came upon these individuals, they saw a strong people. Yeah. And they decided they're going to break them. Because I'm telling you, physically, like I said before, in the NICU, when we would be waiting for that premature baby to come, if we knew that it was a little black girl, or even a little black boy, but a little black girl, we were like, oh my God, thank heavens. Whew. She's going to do fine. You know, 
Do they all, all 100% do fine? No, there has been situations when the pre-existing condition was pretty bad and, you know, they suffered just like any other person who'd be sick. But statistically speaking, though, in numbers, they do better. They do much better. They, they're strong when they're teeny tiny. And it's the world of the oppressive machine that has caused them to get sick later on. I don't believe that they were ever born this way. It's the lot in life that they end up having to go to based on this 400 and some years of oppression here in our country. And other countries too. Other countries too did this. The white machine did it. Why did they do it? Because I believe, I'm just going to say this, I'm going to throw that out there. This is my thoughts. They were jealous. The white folks were jealous. That comedian was probably right. I want to say it was Eddie Murphy. I'm not sure. But I remember hearing that and went, oh my God, you just hit the nail on the head there, guy. That could be it. That could be why there's jealousy. That could be why this exists. Because when there's jealousy, or you know how a bully operates. Bullies are usually not confident in themselves. So they have to push everybody else down. That's how it works. And it all starts with that jealousy, usually. Deep-rooted jealousy. That's one of the nasty sins, isn't it? Jealousy. Coveting. <laughs> if, if, if they can't have it for themselves, let's just stamp it out of existence. Hitler was a dumbass because he assumed the most ridiculous thing ever. That the pure white race was the strongest, and he is so incredibly wrong. He, that is wrong. Wrong, wrong, wrong. Together we're strong. Divided we fall. But all by itself, not a very strong situation. Which is sad. Sad that we can't look and go, wow, that's what the problem is. Okay, I admit this now. I, you know, yep. So let's quit, let's fix it then. Why can't we admit it? What, what is that? Oh, gosh, it's confidence again. Yep, I can't admit my inner jealousy about this. So, um, yeah, that's what it is. <sighs> Just unbelievable. Yeah. I like how Tabitha Brown, she's a lady I love to pieces. She's a vegan chef, and I have been following her now for a while. She's a black lady, and she told her daughter, and many others out there because someone made some comment about her her blackness and and um, how did you get your hair straight what did you do that made it so nice uh, she must have some white in her to get her hair to look so good that's what this that's what that's what this comment said her daughter gets straightened her hair and and uh, it was very pretty and someone posted a comment well, you must have some white in you to have such beautiful hair. And Tabitha took offense, and I don't blame her. Because Tabitha wears her hair unapologetically in the in the pretty fro. She she actually, she she sculpts it, but it's beautiful. And, and she's unapologetic about it, and she should be. She should not be apologizing for her beauty. Um, but to say that, she just said, look, there's nothing wrong with being all black. Well, that is... I, maybe that's not what you meant, darling, she said into the camera. But she looked at her daughter and she said, you, you are beautiful the way you are, whether your hair is straight or not. You don't have to have 
a different race in you to make you prettier. You know, you should be unapologetically black. Damn straight they should be. You know, and unapologetically white too, I guess. But none of us are white. That's the thing. None of us are truly white. We genetically have too many um, uh, ancestral, and even probably the black people too, but they have more, more of this African DNA in them than we do. They're closer to the great mother as we speak, as far as having more of that. And as we move further away from the equator, um, they stayed there. We moved further away, different groups did, migration, and, and, and their skin tones changed due to the, where they were. Everything changed. It's called evolution, adaptation. But the strongest stayed there, in my opinion. So, you know, I mean, oh, there's so many different reasons for racism, but I believe, I believe in my opinion, I just can imagine, given the, the, the nature of the human and the competitive nature of some humans and the ability, you know, this whole, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Lack of confidence. Lack of confidence and inability to just deal. I am guessing that jealousy had a lot to do with why the suppression ever happened in the first place. God, these flies are driving me crazy. But yeah, I'm, I'm thinking that's the case, you know? I'm thinking that's the case. Jealousy could be the biggest reason why. It could be the biggest reason why this ever happened in the first place took a beautifully strong group of individuals, an unusual group of individuals with beautiful skin, beautiful spiritual strength, and did this to them because, oh my God, we can't be having that. We can't be having someone stronger. Uh-uh. Let's tear them down. You didn't think that's what this is all about. But anyway, I don't know. Well, this is a short one today because I have things to do and, um, it's 9.30 and I need to get some protein in me and get my meds and all of that. So I'm going to cut this short. I'm not going to keep going on and on about Donald Trump and his Travis, his shitty nature. Because we already know he's, he got issues. And he needs to get out of office. We need to vote him out. So that's the thing. So um, people be nice to each other. And uh, hold each other up instead of tear each other down. Which is hard at this time because of the... Anger, but this Black Lives Matter movement can make us stronger if we hold each other together. Um, it help us. It's going to help us in the end. I just feel bad that George Floyd and many others, Breonna Taylor, all these other people, had to die in order for us to wake up. And this is tragic. And we need to find this root cause, whether it's jealousy or whatever. Own it. Admit it. And fix it. Get over yourselves, you know, that kind of thing. Get over yourselves so that we can move on and, and everybody be on the same playing field and stop this, this jealousy that's turned to oppression, that's turned to hurting people because we're, you know, so unconfident of ourselves. We're not confident, obviously. Alrighty then, wear your mask, social distance, wash your hands, and peace out.